Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. Shelly. And this is Nate. And this is The Shelly Show. And together we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your digital marketing needs. And today we are here with Ellen Carlson. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your business, Ellen. Hi, so my name is Ellen Carlson. I'm the Executive Director at Middleton Outreach Ministry. We are a nonprofit in the um, West Madison, Middleton, Cross Plain, Wisconsin area. Um, and our work is bringing the community together to create food and housing security through action and advocacy. Um, so what that means for most people really um, think about us as a food pantry. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we really are trying to um, make sure that people have kind of the basics, the basic security and stability that they need to thrive in their communities. So, um we do, you know, the work in the food security and the housing mm-hmm. stability areas are our focus. Excellent. So um, give some examples of some things like, you know, like some events that you guys do or some, you know, maybe potentially fundraising. Just give us give us a little bit of sense of some things that you guys are like, you know, do, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, from a program perspective, we are... Um, the food pantry is kind of the thing that people think of us the most, you know, during mm-hmm. regular times <laughs> we have one of the largest food pantries in dane county and we really operate sort of like a little store so people can come in and they can select the foods that they need it's really important to us that people um, have choice and that they have the dignity of um, picking out their own foods um, that they have ample access to nutritious foods and produce and dairy and meats and all the things that we're all looking for um, mm-hmm. and the other main program that we have is our housing stability program a lot of people don't necessarily know about that one as much because it's harder okay. to see because it's all happening over the you know phone and in person with our case managers. But it's really okay. about um, connecting people with resources in their community, offering housing stability assistance, just to make sure that people aren't evicted and they can stay in their homes. Gotcha. So, yeah, so that's from a program perspective. Ooh. I think from a um, event perspective, we do all kinds of try- fun ways to try and just involve the community in our work. Um, we have this thing called Canstruction Madison, where we, people come together and build giant structures out of cans and all the food ends up being donated to the food pantry. Um, just lots of different ways. We're always trying to find different ways to get the community connected with us. Gotcha. Excellent. So then do you guys kind of run primarily through, um, volunteers, donations, that sort of thing? Yeah. Or what, what are yeah. some other ways that you guys operate? We have 12 staff, um, okay. but we have over 300 regular volunteers that really kind of um, make the food pantry and all of our all of our you know data systems and all that kind of stuff run. Um, wow. In a in a regular old year, we have well over a thousand <laughs> different people who are um, helping us kind of make all the magic happen. And um, from a standpoint of um, where we, how we operate just financially, it's all based on private donations. Um, okay. People are very generous and they care about their neighbors and they, they come together to make sure that we're, we're all there for each other. 
Excellent. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like an excellent service that you're providing. You know, it's obviously to Middleton, but you know, it sounds like you guys have a, a wider net than just Middleton. Do you guys? Yeah. Um, ser- yeah. Do you guys serve in Madison, Fitchburg? We do. Kind of in yeah. That area? West, okay. So the West Madison area um, okay. is, is about half of who we serve. Um, and then Middleton Cross Plains and kind of that whole Middleton Cross Plains school district. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. That sounds like an excellent service that you guys really provide and um, not just to one community. It sounds like you guys are spreading around. So. And how do, how do people find you? Do they, do you guys have a website that people can find you on and, and donate to, and also just find resources on there or absolutely is it, you know, in the paper? <laughs> are you also in the paper? And yeah. Um, so and, uh, people find out about it. It's all kinds of different ways. I mean, our website, mom helps M O M H E L P S.org is a great place to go to find out stories about people that we're serving. Um, to learn more about our mission, to find volunteer opportunities. Um, we, like I said, I was saying before, we try and find lots of different ways for people to help. So even if you don't have, um, you know, the the financial resources to make a donation, you might be able to, you know, grab an extra um, box of pasta to donate, or um, there's just so many ways. I always tell people that, you know, it's, it's the cumulative. It's, you know, it's, it's us coming together as a community. It's not any one person that makes this happen. It's all of us together. So it all, it all adds up to make, to make good things happen. Um, but for our clients, um, you know, honestly, it's a lot of word of mouth. It's, you know, I'm, you know, as you say, you're struggling to somebody. And, and my hope is that, um, you know, when, when the internet you know, you can look us up on the internet, find, you know, mm-hmm. I'm looking for help, but also just that, you know, someone can say to you, your neighbor can say, you know, have you heard of mom? You should give them a call because yeah. I bet they can, they have somebody there who can, can, you know, walk through this issue with you and talk with you about it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not going to lie. I was a little confused when I first checked out your website because it was mom helps and I was expecting yeah. something completely different. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was yeah. expecting like, you know, assistant for baby care or something. I don't oh, know, something sure. related to moms. Well, you know, and I was so, like, what? Totally. So what's so funny about our name, guys, mm-hmm. and I could talk about this for forever, but the, you know, our organization um, has been around for 40 years. Oh, wow. And um, when the organization, um, you know, it came together because all these different churches were interested in helping out their neighbors. And then it just mm-hmm. expanded into a community resource. Um, but it's funny because if I tell people sometimes, yeah, we're, you know, Middleton Outreach, they're like, oh, do you mean mom? You're like, yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, My that's kids awesome. think it's hilarious that I have, you know, a t-shirt that says mom on it and I am their mom. So yeah. <laughs> I oh, bet. Excellent yes. marketing for both, I guess. <laughs> marketing in <laughs> the name tag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Two for one. So, well, already, well, wow. I did not realize you, I mean, I'm kind of new to the Madison area myself, so okay. I probably wouldn't have known that, but I did not realize you guys were in operation for 40 years. So, um, yeah. you know, how long have you really been involved? And then um, kind of branching off of that a little bit, um, what are some of the failures that you've really seen or been a part of? Unfortunately, they, you know, they happen. Um, but yeah, just what have you really seen? Yeah. What, what have you really, what would you really like to talk about? Yeah. So, you know, this all rolls right into what I wanted to talk about because, um, so I've been with the organization for 19 years. Oh, um, yeah. And so I have, um, honestly, I've, I've done a lot of different things at the organization. We were much smaller when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I've definitely seen us change and grow and try different things. 
um, and have been a part of a lot of those things where we've, you know, tried things and they've worked or not worked. Um, and so it's kind of funny because, you know, when I first, um, you know, was thinking kind of about the question about failure, it took me off guard a little bit because I'm, I'm the kind of person who I, I mean, I think all day long about, you know, something I did and how it worked and how I could do mm -hmm. it better and really mm -hmm. don't think of, um, you know, when something didn't go quite right of it being necessarily a failure, but it being a learning experience right. um, as to how we can do it different the next day. But the thing that really strikes me as failure is when, um, you know, when I don't listen to and, or trust myself, um, when okay. I don't, when I have an intuition about something or I have a way I think I want to do it, but I for some reason think that's not the way to, to go. And I, I don't follow through with kind of how I'm feeling. It's gonna, something is going to work. Um, hmm. And so, you know, just to kind of expand on that, like I, I've been as um, a staff member at mom, I've had five different people who've been executive director before me. Right. So they, and hmm. my primary career has been there. And so for me looking at leadership um, those, I, I would look at those five people who are all phenomenal or are phenomenal human beings. Um, and they're all very different than me. Right. And so yeah. in 2017, our executive director passed away. Um, and he was very beloved by the community. He was a wonderful leader. Um, and he and I got along wonderfully. And also we were very different people. So all of a sudden when I became executive director, I, um, you know, I really wanted to, I want to be this wonderful leader, right? And I spent all this time thinking about how I was supposed to be and looking at these examples of people that had been before me and didn't really trust my own intuitions about okay. how, you know, to, to do things um, and how to proceed as a leader as me. Um, mm -hmm. And that took a long time <laughs> for me to figure out. And I think it probably does for most people. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I look back on those first years and of course we're always still learning, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I look back and think about all the things that I did in a way that I wish I wouldn't have just because I was trying mm -hmm. to be somebody else, right? I was trying to, yep. to mimic something else as opposed to trusting who I was and what I had to offer even though that was so very much different than the people who had preceded me. Yeah. And I think that's a difficult situation kind of just from the get go. I know that, you know, there's always going to be like, um, probably the wrong way to say it, but succession of power. Like, it's not like you guys sure. are all trying to power grab or anything, Yeah, totally. but it, it sounds like, you know, when you come in and someone's been so successful for so long and really has that name recognition, there's almost that semblance of carrying the torch forward. Like, you know, yeah pushing yourself to the side and saying, okay, what they were doing works. So how can I just continue that rather mm -hmm. than pausing for a moment and saying, wait a minute, I'm, you know, a different person. I lead in a different way and I have different things to offer that this person didn't. So I think that, that, that you're absolutely right. That especially in a situation where you're not the person that's really beginning that position or really beginning this company, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting to see kind of that transition of power and how, that can kind of mess with the next person up, especially if someone's <laughs> been really successful. At yeah. It. Yeah. So that's, uh, wow. That's, that's a new one. I don't think. No, we yeah. haven't gotten, we haven't gotten. Something <laughs> like that yet. No. One of a kind so far, Ellen. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. 
Nice well, self-reflection. Even... We like self-reflection. That's, oh, that's yeah. good. And you when mean, we I talk even... about when we talk about failing, we talk we hashtag failing forward to success. So yeah. it's it is it is kind of like yeah, failing is that way. But yeah, we we are in the same mindset. Nate and I are as far mm-hmm. as like it's not really a failure. It's a, it's um, even though that's you know the hashtag we chose to use. Um, it's more like you said, like, you know, this is a learning curve. If you can learn from your mistakes, then they're worth making. Right. So, so then that's, you know, that's when we developed this podcast, we really wanted to help other business, other businesses, smaller businesses, uh, small businesses like us, you know, and, and also we wanted to, you know, get the word out there of, you know, it's okay to fail forward. It's okay that you made these mistakes and, and, you know, how can we help each other? and and um, pass it along from the mistakes that we've made and so i guess um i guess that's where we're going to go next with this conversation with you is you you know and you kind of talked a little bit about it but um let's go into a little bit more about you know what you would what you would pass forward to other people in the same kind of position i've always been um I mean, I think as, you know, we were talking about before, I'm very talkative. I love being around people. I love learning about people. Um, and I always tell people, you know, I'm a very, I'm a pretty transparent person. <laughs> like if you ask me what went bad today, I'll totally tell you. If you to ask me, you know, I, there's, I, I learn by talking and being with people and asking about 5 million questions a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so um, what I have found really fascinating over the last few years is the more vulnerable I am and the more questions I ask people, mm-hmm. the stronger relationships I make quickly and the faster I move through problems because I can have, I can, I have found so many people who have said, you know, I've thought about that, but I've, or I've always wanted to ask you about that, but I always felt like I couldn't, or mm-hmm. I, you know, I've wondered about that myself, but I, I always have felt like I, I couldn't ask somebody. I couldn't show that I didn't know the answer or be vulnerable. Um, I had a, a young professional once ask me, you know, how I really want to become a leader in my business. And I, I want to be a leader in my community. I, how, how would you recommend I do that? And I was like, well, you have to figure out who you are first. But on top mm-hmm. of that, I said, you know, I feel like the more I know and the longer I am doing this work, the more questions I ask as opposed to the more answers I give, because mm-hmm. I feel like um, the more I can learn from the people around me, the more ideas I have to work with, right? And the more mm-hmm. I can see different ways of approaching things, um, I never assume that when I've done something, it's the right way of doing it. It's just the way I chose to do it today. Um, and the only way I can figure out how I want to do it tomorrow is by, you know, asking other people, how'd that go? What did you think? You mm-hmm. know, should I, how should I move forward? Um, and then taking all of that and really thinking about, um, the things that are important and my values and, um, yeah, just how I want to be around people and how I want people to, to be around me. So 
that's my advice. Ask lots of questions <laughs> and be vulnerable. <laughs> well, excellent. Yeah. So speaking of questions, I have another one um, and not to gloss that over. That's an excellent point. And I think that that's something that certain leaders, like I know when I, um, because I used to be a supervisor for a staff and one of the yeah. things that I was always really nervous about was asking them questions. And then I realized that they're the ones on the ground doing the actual work. I'm not, I don't know all the answers <laughs> they yeah. are most likely going to. And so it, it took a while for me to be able to stop and be like, Hey, I can, I don't know the answer to that. Why not just ask the person that does this every day, which right, is the and person. And show them how yeah. important they are. Right. And how exactly. valuable that you find the work that they're doing and the information that they have. Yeah. It's, it, it, it helps that cohesion when people look at the leader and they're like, they don't have all the answers, but they're going to find them. And right? if they don't, yeah. and they're going to lean on us, yep. you know? Absolutely. And I'm willing to make mistakes. And I am completely understand when the people around me make mistakes because I'm doing it all day long. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the fun part. Yes. <laughs> so so <laughs> I did have a question though, because yeah. I really liked your first point about, you know, being true to yourself and making sure that you are doing things that are beneficial to, you know, your organization, but also that mm -hmm. you're doing it in a way that you're being true to yourself. So yeah. how are you able to identify that you weren't being true to yourself? And then what did you do to change that? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it um, was, I didn't feel comfortable. It, it felt, mm -hmm. I would leave situations and I would, um, you know, felt like I would need to take a deep breath. Like I had just finished some sort of performance or I had, um, you know, there were times too that like I listened to advice that didn't feel right to me, but I went with it because I thought that it made the most sense in the moment. Mm. I'm like, well, they do, you know, I, it, but I knew it wasn't right. Um, and so I think, I mean, part of that is just growing right and becoming more comfortable in the work that you're doing yeah. and and your position um but also you know what would happen as i started really just you know being more myself in conversations when i was meeting new people mm -hmm. or choosing to do things that um i i you could feel synergies forming right i could mm -hmm. feel conversations moving forward i could tell that um i was i was actually creating relationships as opposed to just having transactions um gotcha. and those are things that are really important to me as a person so um you know i would leave situations and be like yes right like that was success i don't feel like i need to take a nap at the end of the day i feel energized by the work instead um and so you know i guess maybe it comes back to that intuition but um, being happy, right. And, and feeling like I, um, I was doing the right thing, you know, that I, I felt like I could, um, that I, I would run in, if I ran into that person on the street or I, I would, you know, see somebody outside of the work setting that mm -hmm. I, they wouldn't be surprised by me because I'm just exactly who I am all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think um, for, and Shelly, you're, you're, I consider you one of these people too, for genuine people that they are who they are, no matter what situation, who they're interacting with. Um, it's exhausting when you have to act, when you have mm -hmm. to put on a front. Like for me, 
I'm not the most professional person in the world. Um, I don't, you know, obviously, luckily this podcast gets me a medium to do that. But like, you know what work? I obviously, I, I also work in HR along with this. So for me, I have to have that professional front. The days sure. where I am working and putting on that front are my most exhausted days because I'm not Absolutely. really being myself. I'm being a representation of what I should be, <laughs> but right. I'm not really being true to myself. So that makes a lot of sense when you're like, you know, I was coming back exhausted. I was questioning really what I was doing because you're a genuine person. You're not used to acting out how you should behave. You're used to just being yourself. And so right. that's something that's very difficult for people that, you know, just are who they are. And I, I've, right. I've had that, oh man, I can't even count how many times just having in a new situation where I'm not comfortable, I'm trying to figure it out. And then I'm just like, okay, just act differently. But then I'll get home and I'm just like, oh my God. I, I need to go to bed. I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like that point that you made there. So, um, but yeah, Shelly, do you have anything to add or any questions for Ellen? No, I think those are really good points. So no, I think we're about to wrap it up. It, it's yeah. been a really great podcast uh, episode. Thank you so much for being here with us. Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. I, I appreciate it very much. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome having you on. And I, I think that um, that new topic that you brought up, like, you know, just being true to yourself, like that's something that we really haven't touched on. So, you know, I really appreciate you bringing that insight here. And um, I'm sure our listeners will as well. Um, so, yeah, but um, obviously for all the listeners out there, we uh, we will have this up. Um, not quite sure on the date yet, but when we do, we'll also be putting uh, the momhelps.org onto the Facebook attachment. So that way you guys can access and, you know, donate, volunteer, or just help out uh, with mom helps. And so, yeah, that, uh, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you. Yeah.